hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. It's definitely feeling a bit more like fall. It's a little cooler. I know now I have like sweaters on in California when it's like 55. I know the rest of the U.S. is like, what? But it's cold for us. What is one invaluable resource? time, right? That we all crave. There's never enough time in the day or in the season, right? Some days just race by, others seems to slow down, but only in times when you need them to be faster. Let's face it. Our kids take up a lot of our time, keeping them on track, entertained, healthy, alive, all the important things. Then there are all the events like school, sports, homework, traveling, hobbies, vacations, all the things to remember and keep track of. Oh, so today I am here to help you save some time and let's be honest, some sanity, right? (laughs) Here are my top 10 terrific time saving tips. Are you ready? Who doesn't want to hear about how you can save some time? So grab a notepad and a pen or your phone and just take some notes. But we'll go over 10 helpful tips that have helped me be able to save a little bit more time and a little bit more sanity. Number one, plan ahead. I know I've talked about this before, but to organize lunches that you have for school the next day, laying out clothes that you're going to wear the next day, making sure that the kids' backpacks are all ready to go. They have whatever books they need to return to the school library. They have whatever homework they need to turn in, all those things, sports bags, whatever they're doing after school, or if they need a PE uniform. My daughter constantly has... I need to get her another PE uniform because she only has one and I have to wash it every night to make sure it's like ready to go the next day. So it'd be nice not to have to do laundry every night, but I do anyway. So it works out. All those things you need to get ready and put either in a special place next to the door or maybe even in the car. I know the night before we kind of figure out, okay, so tomorrow these are the things we're going to need. And even if the kids have maybe a spelling test, we go over the spelling list the night before and then we put the words in the car so that if we have time tomorrow morning, we can go over the words. But everything that possibly can go in the car, 
the night before or to get ready the night before goes in the car. So that the first thing in the morning as you're running around crazy trying to get the kids off to school and get everybody in the car, they're just less things to worry about. Less things you have to think, did we put that project in the car? Did we put those books in the car? Did we grab our sports stuff for this afternoon? All those things. If you can take care of it the night before and to plan ahead, it'll make your day so much better. I know I pack our kids lunches at dinner the night before and then stick them in the fridge and in the morning they pull them out they put a nice pack in and they stick them in their backpacks but they're all ready to go we don't have to figure out what kind of lunch everybody wants or what kind of food everything's just all planned all taken care of so it's a huge time saver if you can plan ahead and then you don't get as frustrated you're not as stressed things just flow a lot easier So do what you can to plan ahead. Number two, don't wait. Don't wait to do homework with your kids until after dinner. Really, if you can help it. If you have sports, that's a whole other (laughs) ballgame. You will just have to do it after that and fit it in when you can. Or sometimes your kids can do their homework before sports or they can do it at school. That's a tough one that we haven't had to work around as much. But we do try to get our kids, once they come home, they go ahead and wash their hands and We take out their backpacks and everything from the car and they sit down in the kitchen and they have a snack. Sometimes they need a little bit of time to kind of refresh and take a minute. It depends on the kid. Two of our kids will just dive right into their homework to get it done as fast as humanly possible so that they can not have to worry about it anymore. The other one will wait a little bit, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Maybe he needs a little encouragement, but then he'll jump on in and finish up his homework. But that has been huge because at 3.30, they have far more energy than they do after dinner when they're whiny and they're tired and they've just taken a shower. It works so much better just not to wait and to do homework right away when we get home, if we can help it. Then it's all finished. Their memories are better at that time, knowing that, did your teacher say this? Do you have a test the next day? Do you have to know this? What is it that we need to work on? They can just remember things a lot easier right at that exact moment because they've just been in school 30 minutes ago. So they've heard their teacher say all these things. So it's huge. We've just noticed it's far less stressful. If we can sit down, everybody gets a snack, everybody works on stuff. And I know that that time I need to carve out and not plan to be doing anything that once they get home, I'm on and that I'm with them and working with them to calm down their energy levels because sometimes they'll just get very frustrated or upset at one another if they don't have any more patience and maybe they're just a little exhausted and they finally get home and that's where they can let out their energy or steam. Also, don't be worried if that is the case, if they're like super grumpy and super difficult to be around and 
rambunctious because sometimes they've held it in all day long and they've been so good, so good, so good at school. And they just need that release at the end of the day. So that's just a huge thing of them feeling comfortable in an environment of home to just be able to be themselves, kind of let down their guard. So don't worry too much if they're super fussy or they have no more patience. Know that that's going to be the case. Give them a little bit of food, a little bit of extra energy. Take a deep breath. Try to slow everything down with your words. Slow down what they're thinking. Calm them down. And just don't take it personally. Because at the end of the day, we're all tired, right? So that is number two. Don't wait. Make sure you dive into homework first thing or as soon as you can so that you have the highest energy levels and you can just get it done. Number three, routines. The morning routine, the bedtime routine, all those things help everybody to stay on track and to waste less time. We usually set I set alarms for myself, not usually in the morning. In the morning, it's pretty quick. My husband gets our kids up and they have a routine that they go through and we've gone through. They have their certain routine that they do. They get up, they get dressed, they make their bed, come downstairs and then eat breakfast and all those things. And so by the time I get back home, one of my kids is already gone and the other two boys are jumping around, usually in the front yard, playing basketball. I race home and take a shower and then we all load into the car and head on out. So it is only by God's grace and an amazing husband that I can go to the gym in the morning before the kids and he does a morning routine. I tend to do more of the evening routine because he's working a little bit later. So we definitely have a set bedtime routine, a set morning routine, and that just helps everything to flow together. There's not a whole lot of breaks. I know that if we start dinner at five, our evening works so much better. (laughs) And I've noticed that when the kids are super hungry, they'll come crying or fussing or wanting to start dinner or getting frustrated more at like five o'clock. So usually by five o'clock, everybody's ready for food. And so I definitely start dinner about then. But routines are so key. Just to keep everybody moving, keep everybody on the same pace. It saves so much time if you know, okay, these are the steps for me to get out the door instead of bumbling and rumbling around. Number four, start dinner early. We try to feed our kids by five and it definitely helps get everybody rolling. I try to have things ready to go that the kids want. My husband does all the cooking, but he is usually working until about six or 6.30 and we tend to eat dinner later. Sometimes we'll eat dinner a little bit earlier once the kids eat, but usually I just feed the kids and then they run outside and go play and have a great time. And sometimes we'll eat then, or sometimes we'll eat after the kids go to bed, depending on my husband's schedule, if he needs to get more work done or when he kind of gets off work. Now that he's working from home, there's no commute and it's a little bit easier. So that's definitely nice. There's more options of how we can arrange our time. And sometimes we eat dinner together, but not very often do we eat with the kids just because it's crazy and 
Ruli, and yes, as I said, he's usually working still too. <laughs> but I try to keep everything ready to go. So I know that the kids need to have some veggies, some fruit, some milk for dairy, and a protein. And so basically their dinner consists of that. They're very good at eating three different veggies. And so we just tend to like here you go. Here are three veggies. Here's a protein. Which one would you like? We do hot dogs or Costco has these amazing tiny little chicken packets that are already pre-cooked chicken. And they are in just a really good size container. And so I just throw them on the stove, grill them up a little, and they're so yummy. So our kids can eat that. It's super healthy. But we do also have picky kids, so they tend to like the same things, which is okay. I'm assuming once they get a bit older or we branch out a little, we'll be good. So dinner, we try to make super easy as far as already having veggies cut up, already having fruit pretty much ready to go. So I feed the kids and we hang out and talk about their day and laugh and I make lunches and then clean everything up real quick and they go out and play. And I either eat dinner with my husband or sometimes we just let them play a little bit and then head everybody upstairs to go start our <laughs> evening routine. So it depends on the day, how fussy the kids are, what they need, all those things. But definitely start dinner early. That will help so much. So number one, just to recap, was to plan ahead. Number two is don't wait, specifically with homework. Number three is practice routines. Have some set routines that you're ready for. Number four is to start dinner early. Number five is to outsource. Have everybody in the family help. So before dinner, we do a little tidying up of cleaning up. So the kids are responsible for cleaning up any toys they left in the living room, any games they were playing, cleaning up their rooms, making sure those are ready to go, setting the table or grabbing plates or cups and all those things, emptying the dishwasher, getting ready for school the next day, making sure their backpacks are all ready. In the evening, when we're back upstairs and they've taken showers, we make sure that they set out their clothes for tomorrow. So we just get them in the routine of what things they can take care of. We're trying to give them more and more things that they can take care of and they can have ownership of. Cleaning out their lunch boxes when they get home or packing up their backpacks for the next day, making sure they have everything and all their homeworks there or their projects. So we're trying to outsource a little of having our kids do more and more. And that is a huge help and a huge time saver because when they're doing more things, it frees you up to make dinner or do something that usually they can't do. So that is huge to have our kids outsource. Hey mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you 
connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Number six in time saving tips. This one is just to batch your errands together. Plan to do things when you're already out of the house. I find that the best time to go (laughs) grocery shopping is right after I drop the kids off at school at eight o'clock. So I drop the kids off at school. There's a Trader Joe's on my way home. And then I have the list already ready that from the night before stop on in, grab all the things I need. And then I'm out the door, but it's quick. It's easy. Parking is easier. The people in the store, super nice. There's really only moms shopping with kids and old people. And the old people there are so super nice. So it's a very pleasant experience if you go at like eight o'clock. If you go more at three o'clock, everybody's kind of grumpy and there's more people and the parking lot's full and people are crabby. So I try to just batch my errands as far as when I'm going to be out of the house, if I can run a couple of errands when I'm already out, or if I'm going to go out of the house later, let's say to pick kids up from school, if I leave a little earlier, can I stop by the post office and mail some letters, or if I need to pick up something that's been fixed or whatever. So those things I've found that if I can batch my errands and not go out at a random time during the day, that helps save a lot of time because then you have chunks of time that you're devoting. You're already gonna be out. So to stop at the store for 15, 20 minutes before you would usually head out to go pick up kids or drop off kids works fine. Or vice versa, if you've dropped them off and you're heading back home, Or maybe you have an extra hour in between an appointment or something else. Instead of going home, being there for five to 10 minutes, and then going to an appointment, what can you batch? What can you fill in that space so that it makes it a little bit more timely? For me also, going early to go pick up kids is great because I put things in the car that I need to get done or I can work on. And so I just go early, I sit in the car line, And I have that time to just relax and work on stuff, but I know that then I'm not in a hurry, I'm not racing there, and all those things. So just batching errands is huge. Number seven, in your home. Make sure things are in the same place so that your kids can find them and know where to put stuff. This saves so much time. If the kids know that my backpack always lives here, this is its spot, then they don't have to go tromping around the house in the morning, five minutes before you're supposed to be out the door screaming, where's my backpack? Where's my stuff? They know that the backpack goes here. And if they know that it goes there, they can also put it there when they get home from school. So the same with the shoes, your kids' shoes, they always get lost, right? If they live in a specific place, then the kids know this is where the shoes go and this is where the shoes live. So having things picked up and having a system as far as where you keep things, where you keep shoes or lunches or backpacks or the things you need, the things that you're always picking up, that is key. 
we have a shoe bin in the garage because since the kids were very little and they loved to play at the park, their shoes would be completely sandy. Now they're just covered in mud and stinky. So I still like to keep them in the garage. There's a cute little bench that we got from Ikea that they can sit on, although it always has stuff on it and they never end up sitting there. But the idea was to have a cute little bench and it has storage underneath and then next to it is a shoe cabinet and there are three shelves in the shoe cabinet where each kid has a shelf and all their shoes are there flip-flops rain boots regular tennis shoes all the shoes except the very nice shoes like the once in a while like Christmas and Easter wedding type shoes those ones that don't get worn that often usually I keep in their room upstairs in their closets because they're a little bit nicer. I don't want them to get smashed in the shoe bin. <laughs> but all the other everyday shoes, they just get tossed in there and I don't care because it gets closed. And as long as the shoes are not falling out and they're in the right shelf, it doesn't matter. So it looks clean and tidy. The shoes just live in there and it's perfect. But the kids know. Now they don't even ask that I don't even find shoes all over the place. We don't trip over shoes because the kids know this is where the shoes live. They'll hop out of the car when we get home, go take their shoes off and put them in the shoe bin and then head on inside. Or they'll come out from being inside, go put on their shoes and then hop in the car. It's just a routine we've decided and it's so helpful because they all know that's where the shoes live. The other helpful thing of keeping your house tidy and things in their place is it's really easy to scan in the morning when you have those two seconds before you hop into the car and you do that kitchen scan where you like look over through the kitchen and see did anybody leave their water bottle? Does everybody have their lunch? Is somebody's homework on the table? Did somebody leave their socks? A sweatshirt perhaps, a book? All those things that you're like quickly scanning when you have about two seconds to jump into the car. It's really easy if you don't have that much on the counter or you don't have that much all over the place. You can easily do a quick scan to see if you forgot anything before you hop in the car. And that also can save a whole lot of time because if it's really important and you have to go back for it, that's a bummer. So just to recap, we have to plan ahead. Don't wait specifically in the area of homework. Have routines. Start dinner early outsource and have the kids help you batch as far as your errands and what you're doing home make sure that it's tidy things are picked up and that things have a place number eight is no tv or electronics they always seem to slow us down whenever oh we're trying to get out the door or when kids are trying to watch something or do something before school they're completely slow us down if they're trying to play with their phone or my daughter's like looked up something on her computer and then looked at something else and then that leads to something else we all know right when was the last time you got lost scrolling through instagram or facebook or online shopping or watching youtube videos they suck you in and away from time and make us 
late. If there's somewhere we need to be, don't pick up your phone (laughs) unless you need to like figure out directions or call somebody or text somebody to tell them you're on your way. I think the less electronics we can have, especially in the morning, getting to school is key. We don't turn on the TV. We don't let them play on their iPads. We don't let them use their computer or their phones. I don't use my computer or my phone. I get home from the gym. I turn on my phone just to check the time and then hurry and try to get ready and tap my phone every once in a while to see what time it is and how many minutes I have left. (laughs) So that's about what I do with my phone, but it's really key not to get lost in your phone. It sucks up so much time and then you're late and you're running around screaming and your kids are screaming and you're all trying to get in the car and things are crazy and chaotic. Just leave it. Take a deep breath. And know that it'll be there. You don't need to look at it. Things are not going to explode if you don't look at it right away. So take that moment to have the morning, especially electronic free. And if you are using the TV or something like that, I challenge you to try to turn it off and see how your morning goes. It may be really disastrous the first couple times because your kids will break down and they want to just watch something. And I know the TV can help hold them in place, but I challenge you to let go of that because it is sucking away your time and it's not helpful for getting your kids ready and their brains ready in the morning. So try to avoid electronics at most times, but especially when you're trying to get out the door. Number nine, make the first thing first. We found that our kids really love to relax and read books and eat breakfast until the very last minute. They will roll out of bed. They're all very different, but they'll do their thing and get down for breakfast. And then they'll just have a book out and just be eating cereal forever and eating breakfast. And then they freak out when it's time to go. And there's a race to like leave the house and grab all the things you need. And they're racing around like crazy people. So instead, my husband was quite amazing. And we talked about it and he said, okay, instead we need to make the rule that they have to have everything packed and ready to go shoes on before they sit down for breakfast. So before they do anything else, they need to be all ready to go. And then that way they can sit down, they can eat their breakfast, they can read if they want to hang out and read. And if they're all done, they can run around and go play outside. My daughter likes to get up 15, 20 minutes before she needs to leave. And so it's really key for her to get ready right away. And then if she has time to eat breakfast, eat breakfast. And we know our kids will not starve. They have a lunch. So if they miss breakfast once, or twice, they will learn that maybe they need to get ready a little bit earlier so that they can eat breakfast and they aren't hungry. But that is our making sure the first thing is first. Because yes, we had trouble with trying to get out the door and then everybody's screaming at each other and you're losing time and things are crazy. So to avoid all that, we made that rule. The same goes for bedtime routines. When our kids head straight upstairs after dinner or playing outside, they don't go straight to their room and sit and relax. Sometimes they try 
and we make them go brush their teeth first and go take a shower. And then after that, they can have downtime, they can read, they can do whatever. But at least the first thing is done. They're all ready for bed and they've calmed down enough during that time that it's really key, especially for us. Number 10, plan your day. This will save you so much time. This is one of my favorites. So do things that you can while the kids are home like doing decorations outside. We decorated for Halloween outside while we knew the kids were going to be playing outside. So it's mapping out to do things while the kids are doing other things or while they're otherwise entertained. I'm making their lunches while I already have all the stuff out for dinner and I'm already feeding them and I'm in the kitchen. I'm not taking a separate time to make lunches. And sometimes they help me too. If they finish dinner early, they might choose their snack or what they want to put in it, or maybe they make their lunch. So all those things are super important as far as trying to batch your day with what your kids are doing. So when all of my kids are upstairs getting ready for bed, that's the time that I'm working on tidying up their rooms, making sure things are good for the next day, working on laundry because our laundry room is upstairs and it's really close. So all those things I can do while I'm upstairs with them, taking time during my day while I have other things that I want to do to go upstairs and specifically do the laundry isn't a good use of my time. So planning out your day as far as when to do things when the kids are in the same area as you or just taking advantage of doing things while you need to be in the same area as your kids. That way, when you don't need to be near them, you can be doing other things. As I said, like if our kids are at school, I can be talking to you or I can be working on other things during the day, but it saves my time if I kind of plan out my day and batch my day. So just to recap, we have plan ahead. Don't wait specifically for homework. Work on those routines, have a good morning routine and a good bedtime routine to keep everybody moving on track. Start dinner early, outsource and have your kids help you with lots of stuff so that you can save time and do other things. Batching your errands and your time. Also, number seven is keep your house tidy and have a place for things that everybody knows about so everybody can help put them away. Number eight, no electronics or TV, especially when you're trying to get out the door. Number nine, make the first thing first. Make sure that if there are things you need to troubleshoot, that you make the first thing first. Make sure the kids are getting all ready and then they eat as in our case. And number 10, plan your day. Plan to do things with your time when you're already in that space. As always, I hope these tips have helped you just to think about what you're doing and maybe how you can make some small tweaks in your day or just small healthy habits that give you huge bonuses and just a remarkable growth in these areas of being able to save time and sanity and all those things. So if you would like to connect more on Facebook, come on over and join our group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. 
Tell me what kind of topics you need help with. And I would love to connect with you or do a series about what things you're thinking about. The Facebook group is so fun. Also, just take time to leave a review if you can. They always light up my day and make me super happy. Over in the Facebook group, you can join our email list. And that would be super exciting because I'm getting ready to send out some really fun free things. And at some point, you can come over and visit my new website I'm working on. It's not quite ready, but it will be at www.bird, B-Y-R-D, Michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E dot com. So come on over there, check it out. It'll be amazing when it's finished. Right now, it's just under construction. But I am so, so excited I get to connect with you and hang out in this wonderful community. I hope you have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!